There's been a market rebound on the hope of the remnants of a stimulus deal in the United States, but are the markets also ready for a clear outcome in the election? Is a Biden victory now on the cards? We'll never say never. We'll look at the FOMC minutes. Any surprises there? Well, the mooted reaction on the markets would suggest not. And the Aussie budget, loads of stimulus, but has the government got it right on growth forecasts? It's Thursday, the 8th of October, 2020. It's the morning call from NAB. Good morning. Well, after crumbling on Donald Trump's proclamation that talks on a stimulus could be delayed till after the election, shares have bounced back today. The Nasdaq up 1.8%, 2% for the Dow, 1.8% for the S&P 500. No big moves on European shares, though. They're away from all of that. But 10-year government bond yields up a couple of basis points in the UK and France and up four basis points for 10-year treasuries in the US. And compared with yesterday, the US dollar is back down a little, about 0.2% down on the DXY, but it's up 0.2%. 0.4% on the yen. The Aussie has climbed half a percent, 0.2% for the pound, 0.3% for the euro. Comex gold is down 1%. It all sounds a bit like risk on, doesn't it? Except oil is down 1.6% for WTI. It just doesn't want to stay over $40, but uh, perhaps this one is easy to explain. US stockpiles rose by half a million barrels last week, according to the EIA, which is about twice what was expected. So oil took a hit. In fact, it was uh, down 3% at one stage. So it's climbed back up. Uh, and regained half of that. So today, what's been going on and what's coming up? Well, Tapas Strickland is Director Economics for Markets at NAB in Sydney. Now, Tapas Rodrigo did suggest yesterday that uh, Donald Trump's announcement on the stimulus could be just a bit of jostling for a bargaining position. Then in the early hours of the morning, Donald Trump tweeted, if I am sent a standalone bill for stimulus checks for $1,200, they will go out to our great people immediately block capital letters i'm ready to sign right now so is the is this uh, this return of hope for some sort of stimulus is this is what's buoying the markets today good morning phil yes you'd have to say uh, those uh, tweets really did turn market sentiment around quite aggressively uh, in asia yesterday uh, and uh, that is definitely leading to um, the improved sentiment that we've seen Overnight, uh, when you do read the headlines, though, uh, and what's being said by House Leader Pelosi, uh, it's still unclear exactly whether uh, Democrats are willing to uh, um, break it all up, a, a piecemeal approach. Yeah, yeah, do a more piecemeal kind of approach. Um, I guess it's, it it is a sign that um, that maybe uh, Trump. Uh, was being advised uh, and was watching the uh, stock market sell off yesterday and uh, thought that he probably needed <laughs> to uh, say a few things in regards to the stimulus talks. Um, so I think we're still left yeah. with the view of uh, it's still very uncertain whether you do get additional stimulus before the November right. elections there. Uh, and um, House Leader Pelosi did say um, uh, that uh, what has happened so far has been a missed opportunity uh, and so he's still looking um, at what they can do um, regardless of all, all that I think markets are still forward looking enough that they are increasingly expecting a democratic victory in November and then more stimulus after yeah. that and so there's some belief that if markets were to sell off in the meantime the Fed would be there as a backstop and the Fed minutes overnight did kind of play into that view a little bit. So that's uh, partly uh, why the equity market rally has been sustained later on in the day, um, over and above those knee-jerk um, uh, headlines that Trump had uh, given. So in terms of the FOMC minutes, why um, there's a little bit more um, 
optimism that the Fed may be willing to step in if uh, the fiscal authority is unable to agree to further stimulus. Uh, it's um, within those minutes, uh, it noted uh, that many participants um, had additional fiscal support uh, uh, as a key assumption in their forecasts. And that if that future fiscal support was significantly smaller or arrived significantly later than expected, the pace of recovery could be slower than in, in anticipated. Uh, so that does suggest the default mm. position of the Fed was expecting pretty uh, aggressive uh, fiscal stimulus there. And then um, in another vein there, some hint that the Fed would be willing to, to do more. And so some participants also noted in future meetings that it would be appropriate to further assess and communicate how the community's asset purchase program could best support the achievement of maximum employment and price stability. And, yeah. And, so, in other words, increasing asset purchases <coughs> next year seemed to be uh, yes. a take out from that. Uh, yes. It? And then also in that vein, uh, Mester on Tuesday, uh, the Fed's Mester uh, did signal if further stimulus was required, the Fed could also undertake a twist operation. So, sell down a shorter end of uh, QE holdings in favour of buying longer end holdings. So, some sense that the Fed is willing to do more if uh, the fiscal authority is un- is unable to um, pass another stimulus package. Right. But unless, of course, you know, after the election and it's a Biden victory then that could be a very different story. And I'm wondering whether that is playing on the the markets as well, because we had another poll, the CNN poll uh, out today, showing that Biden was leading 57 to 41. So this is another poll showing a 16-point lead. So it seems like Biden is breaking away, and Trump is rating particularly low on that poll on the way he's dealing with the virus. So if the virus numbers rise over the next few weeks, as they are indeed in New York, then that's not going to help his position. And in fact, it could uh, make a, a Biden victory even more certain. So is I mean, normally markets perhaps wouldn't respond favorably to a d- uh, Democratic win. But the fact that there might be more stimulus coming uh, and perhaps more hope of dealing better with the, with the virus, could that be playing on the markets as well? Yes, I think it's uh, in in that vein and also in the other vein of um, some notion that the result of the November presidential election could be contested. And so if there is a clear winner on election night, then that reduces some of that uh, probability there. Uh, And when you do look across the electoral map, it does look like uh, Biden is gaining uh, or at least inching ahead. Um, There is, though, in those top battleground states, there have been a lot of anecdotes of people going to the polling booths in masks and uh, a lot of people saying that they're more associated with uh, Democratic voters. So it does suggest uh, that Democrats at least are getting their people out to vote. Mm, yeah, well, we'll see. Never say die, of course, because, uh, you know, Donald Trump is now picking up on those declassified documents from John Brennan, uh, John Brennan, the former CIA director, uh, who claims that uh, that link between Trump and Russia was cooked up to try and distract the, the public from uh, Hillary Clinton's private email server, if you remember, all those years ago before the last election. So uh, the politicking goes on. And on that, we get a uh, there's a vice presidential debate later on in Salt Lake City, uh, Wednesday in the United States, uh, which could prove interesting. There was a YouGov poll, incidentally, that showed that Mike Pence would do better against Joe Biden than, than Donald Trump would right now. That's saying something, isn't it? So we've got that debate. And Donald Trump is saying he wants to go ahead with the next presidential uh, debate next week, even though, you know, he would still be in his, well, depending on when he contracted the virus, he'd still be in his quarantine uh, period. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, yes, uh, I think with the vice presidential debate, that might get a little bit more airplay than previously, uh, just given mm. um, that obviously uh, Trump uh, 
did uh, get infected by the coronavirus uh, last week. And uh, just given the respective ages of the two candidates relative to uh, past presidential candidates. Now, much reaction to the Australian budget? Doesn't seem so, does it? I mean, there weren't very many surprises. I mean, backdated tax cuts we knew as a stimulus package of around 7% of GDP. Uh, the, the NAV view is that they're being a little bit too optimistic on their economic growth in their forecasting, isn't it? Yeah, so the budget was pretty well received and you'd have to say uh, pretty uh, pretty much hits a lot of sectors of the economy and really does uh, provide a path uh, for recovery once you do get virus control and reopen in Victoria. Um, it did include a pretty aggressive bounce back in the economy where the level of GDP gets back uh, to pre-pandemic levels by the uh, second half of 2021. And where NAB's view is we don't get there until mm. uh, later 2022. And I guess it's all really contingent on how uh, quickly economic activity can bounce as you ease those lockdown restrictions in Victoria and whether there's any subsequent outbreaks of the infection here. So it's a very uncertain environment in that respect. Uh, we did get some payroll numbers yesterday that does play into the view uh, that you do get a quite aggressive bounce back in activity where you do lift uh, those restrictions. And uh, when you look at uh, WA, which has had very low uh, virus numbers, uh, but does have closed interstate borders, they have recovered around 90% of all the job losses associated with the pandemic. Now, of course, some of those are obviously being supported by JobKeeper. Um, so that is some sign that you do get quite an aggressive bounce back in activity once you do lift those restrictions. But interestingly, in WA, payrolls have now been broadly steady for 11 weeks. Um, so that may also have potential implications for how far Australia can bounce back in an environment of social distancing and when interstate and international borders remain closed. And um, we've been calling that on the morning call the 90% economy. So you can bounce back quite sharply, but that missing 10% of the economy is very hard to get back until you ease up on social distancing, until you get your international borders open. Yeah, and as you say, particularly with the uncertainty of a, of a virus, uh, because we, who knows which direction it goes anywhere in the world. There's got a big spike in numbers in France today, 18,747 cases up on 10,489 the day before. In the UK, the BBC's Laura Koonsberg uh, tweeted just very recently that there's been a lot of chatter today that sounds like the UK government is heading for an announcement on the next phase of COVID on Monday. So maybe more lockdowns coming there as well. This is the one thing. This is the unpredictable element, isn't it? Anywhere in the world, uh, you know, forecasts. uh, You know, you can't spreadsheet the progress of a virus, can you, sadly? Look, today... Uh, we get uh, the holidays, of course, continue in China. We get the Caging Services Index for September lunchtime today. Uh, we get the weekly unemployment claims for the US for last week and uh, a few Fed speakers and the ECB speakers out today as well. Yes, that's right. So it's a relatively uh, quiet day. Uh, there's nothing scheduled for Australia. And uh, just for noting, in New Zealand, uh, they get the ANZ business uh, survey. Um, and that's a key measure or barometer of uh, business confidence in the country and there's no consensus yeah. available but you'd have to expect a bit of a bounce just given uh, some easing in those restrictions that were put in place to control that outbreak in Auckland. All right well we will leave it there for now. Good to talk Tapas. All right cheers. Thanks Phil. It does seem doesn't it like the markets are being driven as much by Donald Trump's Twitter feed as anything else doesn't it today and uh, look he's back on uh, peak tweet performance so uh, watch that for the next 24 hours. I'll be back again tomorrow morning. I'm Phil Dobby for NAB. See you then.